0: Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible, just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new service hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It
1: is Tuesday, April 11th. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Later today, we're talking about Tupperware. Normally, you may know it as the stuff that tumbles out of your cabinets, but yesterday it was in the news because its stock was down almost 50%. We'll get into that, but before we do, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get Crackleck. All right, Rob, what are you following?
2: All right. So the first thing that I spotted this morning is the Mario Bros. movie is hitting a new high score. Yeah, that's So specifically, it reeled in 204.6 million domestically and 377 million globally. A huge, huge opening weekend. Huge. Some other highlights here. So it became the highest grossing debut of 2023. Biggest five-day Wednesday to Sunday opening of all time. Wow. So doing numbers even against movies that came out pre-pandemic, which is pretty crazy. And it's the highest-grossing debut for a video game adaptation, outranking Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which brought in $72 million in 2002. So some really, really big numbers for Mario Bros.
1: Yeah, I had friends texting me that asking to want to go see it. People who never go see movies. I'm like, what are you talking about? But, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> one of my buddies was telling me that he was at the movies this past weekend and saw a bunch of like adults wearing costumes going to this movie. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's one of those. I mean, the crazy thing here is the implications had kind of a ripple effect on the market. So movie theater stocks all went surging. Cinemark Holdings, IMAX Corp, AMC Entertainment Holdings, and Marcus Corp All went crazy, which I think a lot of people are really optimistic now for the future of the theater business, which is interesting because (laughs) even as good as Q1 of this year has been, and it's brought in $1.7 billion at the box office, which is way beyond analyst expectations, that number is still only 72% of Q1 2019. So there's still a lot of work to do for movies to get back to what they once were before the pandemic. Awesome. All right. What else? So the other big thing I'm looking at is... All about the world of shipping and FedEx specifically. You might know the name Fred Smith. He was the CEO and founder of FedEx until almost a year ago when the new CEO Raj Subramaniam took over, and he has got some big plans going on right now. He's planning on integrating the company's two delivery units. FedEx has a ground unit, so like ground shipping, which is employed by contractors, and then they also have an express unit, which obviously gets you your packages faster, where they employ staff drivers. So this kind of breakdown and having two different networks is a result of an acquisition that they made in 1998. And it's had some crazy downstream implications. For instance, those two networks have a lot of overlapping routes, so it can be extremely inefficient, like different drivers are driving by the same house potentially (laughs) and not dropping something off when they very easily could.
1: So that's where there are like 50 FedEx trucks driving by every day. Exactly.
2: So obviously a ton of room for efficiencies, along with getting rid of redundant routes, it could seriously lower costs for FedEx. And I think that's a big reason that so far Wall Street has absolutely loved this move Some analysts think that the company could move to a full-on independent contractor service model, which could result in some lost jobs, which is obviously very unfortunate. But on the other end of that could also result in huge savings. And this is a massive shift from say UPS, which has always had a single network of drivers and has always been able to maintain lower margins in FedEx, even though they employ highly paid unionized staff drivers. Wow. So- super, super interesting moves here from a new CEO who is not just resting on his laurels in the new seat. Very interesting. All right, JC, what have you been looking at?
1: Yeah. So talk about nailing your numbers, breaking ground and breaking records. Construction spending on US manufacturing I've seen is cementing all time highs. After growing around 4% annually for decades, America's production capacity has been Kind of stuck in the mud ever since China entered the World Trade Organization in 2001, but spending on manufacturing, construction has continued to rise and the country may finally be breaking some ground on building that capacity back up. In 2022, production capacity grew to its highest level since 2015, according to the Wall Street Journal. And behind the rise is mostly chips and cars. The Chips and Science Act is putting tens of billions of dollars toward developing chip manufacturing capacity in the U.S., Inflation Reduction Act putting billions towards electrification, battery production capacity. And put these two industries together, they account for about half of U.S. manufacturing construction starts in 2022 by square footage. So a lot of building going on in the U.S. right now.
2: Yeah, that is wild. I mean, when you're looking at Construction and development costs. I don't think it gets too much bigger than semiconductor fabrication plants. Right. What else are you looking at?
1: In other news, tomorrow the Environmental Protection Agency is expected to drop an eco bomb with new emission standards that'll probably make gas powered automakers quiver in their pistons. According to reports, the requirements would effectively put a cap on the number of gas powered vehicles a company can sell each year, giving them what is potentially a seriously Exhausting challenge. By 2032, these requirements could make it so that up to 67% of new cars sold in the U.S. will be electric. Just 5.8% of vehicles sold last year were all electric. Moving along, two months after his release from prison, convicted fraudster Billy McFarlane tweeted, "Fire Festival 2 is finally happening, asking potential guests why they should be invited. Not sure why anyone would really want to be, given what happened last time, but it could be interesting. No specifics on the event have been made public, but we'll guess the mission statement involves making $26 million, the amount McFarlane is required to pay back defrauded investors. Also, for those trying to meet their match, the Oscar Mayer Mobile will be hosting weddings just north of the Strip. This weekend, Oscar Mayer will pick up all expenses, including a stomach-turning hot dog-themed cake. Meanwhile, the FBI and FCC are warning against using public phone chargers, saying hackers are using them to infect devices with malware. They call this juice jacking. And I'll be headed to an airport later today, so this makes me feel fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So normally, I think something you do see every day, or at least something I see practically every day, is my Tupperware tumbling down out of my cabinets because it was just stuffed up there by my roommate. Yep. Something you don't hear about every day is Tupperware stock tumbling almost 50%, which is what happened yesterday. Talk about leftovers. Tupperware may not have much leftover as its shares have now fallen nearly 94% in the last year.
2: And if you think your Tupperware tumbling is bad now, just wait until you have children. <laughs> also, Tupperware is really, really hard to dry. Mm. I feel like every time we take it out of the dishwasher, we have to put it on the rack, and it takes forever for the stuff to dry because there are just so many little like nooks and crannies in there. That- the underlid. Exactly. The underlid is legitimately impossible yeah. to dry. JC, what is actually happening here underneath the lid? It's a 77-year-old container company. The problem
1: is it is now cash-poor and has received delisting warnings from the New York Stock Exchange. Layoffs, asset sell-offs, bankruptcy are all on the table. On Friday, the company said in a filing that its future is basically in substantial doubt. It has reportedly struggled for years now to stave off competition from folks like Rubbermaid, Glad, Pyrex, OXO, and I imagine, frankly, just... Lots and lots and lots of random brands and knockoffs on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And it's also struggled to gain traction with younger consumers. Uh, In 2022, net sales were down 18% year over year. Now, since the 1950s, generally, company has sold through in-home Tupperware parties or on its own website in more recent times, Last year, the company started selling products at Target, and it's recently made an effort to make its products more sustainable. But I think this is kind of a brand that did really well decades ago, seems to have kind of gotten stuck in the past, and now is struggling today.
2: It feels like if they do a good job, then there are almost perverse incentives for their growth, right? Like if you do a good job of making Tupperware and it holds up and doesn't break down, then your customers don't really need to come back to you for a while. <laughs> and then it's just all about making sure that you're getting in front of the next generation. And like you said, I mean, they just very recently got into other stores other than their own website, which exactly. is crazy in the era of Amazon and social media where you can buy knockoffs you know, pretty much anywhere for a fraction of the price. Right. It's unfortunate when you've got a company like that that has basically done such a good job that an entire category is named after their brand, but at the end of the day, all these other companies are reaping some of the benefits.
1: Well, we'll see if they could clean things up, turn things around, pack it up nice and neat in their cabinets. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to The Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. And if you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Tuesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow.